Hi, Alicia. Hi, how are you? Good. So uh, today we are going to talk about leading with empathy, women in business, and how powerful it is when one woman get connected to other women of the same thought, or how powerful it is when we connected either wise. Perfect. I love it. Um, my business is centered around heart-centered people, so I'm an empathic uh, person. Um, and I think that that's what's needed more in society, uh, more empathy, and especially now because, you know, the pandemic is really hard on everyone. So having a little bit more empathy and, you know, understanding for other people is definitely needed. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I started my business wanting to, to work with people who are her heart centered like I am. And um, I think having empathy in business or a leadership role is super, super important because everybody comes from, you know, different backgrounds and different um, work ethics. And, you know, not everybody uh, has been treated with empathy in the workplace before. So I, I think that it's super important. And I, I know I try to do that with my business. Now, what did you say about uh, the women in business? Yeah, so... Now, as for me, and when we talked about empathy and having women in business, it kind of relate. Uh, if we talk about uh, the data or if we see the data that is available, when if we have more women in business, it is it grows more because they are even able to understand, you know, the situations better because they are able to connect emotionally and are more empathetic towards the people. So. This is, you know, I think it kind of relate. What do you say? Oh, I definitely think so. You know, I, I know that, you know, leading with empathy is, is honestly, um, I don't want to say it starts with women, but it, it starts with everyone, mm-hmm. um, you know, being more sensitive to overworked employees and, and understanding the work-life balance and actually taking interest in, you know, um, other people's lives. I think that that matters to, to understand, you know, what kind of problems that they're having that you maybe help with and having compassion for um, where they're at. Um, I think also, you know, leading with empathy is also communicating with others um, in order to build like long lasting relationships. I think that that's also, you know, a huge disconnect, especially in the corporate world um, where I come from, that there's a lot of like, this is the bottom line and that's all there is to it versus, hey, (laughs) how are you actually doing? And there's a, um, there's a podcast by Brene Brown that I listened to. It's called uh, Dare to Lead. And I love listening to it because it, you know, she interviews all different sorts of people with different backgrounds. And the underlying thing that they all talk about is leading from a, a heart-centered place and having empathy um, as they're like bottom of the, the pyramid, so to say, um, where you, you start off from. So I, I think if, you know, a, a great researcher uh, such as Brene Brown has this, 
um, as you know, one of the, the foundations of leadership, I think, you know, we can only learn more from her. Yeah, what I feel, uh, if you lead with empathy, you can, you know, help people falling apart. And in turn, you can help people or not help teams falling apart, whereas it grows to the company level. So it, it is so much important uh, when we lead with empathy. So I think uh, one of the recent example when it came uh, and when the, we were fighting with pandemic, the leaders, you know, who work with empathy and who showed more empathetic or human-centered approach with uh, their people, you know, like uh, we have president from Germany, we had from uh, Switzerland, the countries were more successful to abate COVID-19 cases. So that was a recent thing. So I think we have to have that human-centric approach to kind of, and be empathetic towards your people and even empathetic towards the people around you. Oh, I 100% agree. Um, I mean, if you look at different women in leadership positions, like the prime minister of New Zealand, she is amazing. I don't know if you follow her. Um, New Zealand's one of the top places I want to go to visit. So it's at the top of my mind. Um, but she, you know, I think she has done a fantastic job leading uh, the country. Right. To, yeah. You know, have, have things under control and say, hey, listen, you know, we're, we're just doing the best we can here. And, and I think that that transparency and also that um, the courage to, to kind of step out of, you know, the, the political atmosphere and say, hey, this is my first pandemic. I'm doing the best I can, but this is what I think we should do. And we're going to go ahead and implement it and see what happens. And they were one of the first countries, I believe, to have very low numbers of COVID-19. So, you know, that goes to show why having women in business, it's, it's such a big deal. Yes. And um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, uh, you know, there are significant um, examples of what women in business look like. And, you know, not, not to say that men in business aren't, aren't doing well either, but I think, you know, there's been a, a huge uprising with women um, coming onto the scene and being the CEO and being more than just the secretary or, you know, the coffee, coffee girl, you know, you're the one that's making decisions and um, following through and really um, guiding the business where it, to, to success. Yeah, I had, I had a, uh, you know, one of my customer and uh, she talked about how she was forced to take up the typing class when she was really young because her parents thought she is going to be a secretary at some point and uh, they never imagined or you know, thought that she could be much more where she is, uh, she became you know, went on to become an engineer, did her master's, and even is a PhD now, and is at an executive level in one of the, you know, corporate. So 
I think you said it right. We could be, we can be much more and we have to just, I think, envision that for ourselves. That is the first and the foremost thing. We never ourselves envision to be there. But slowly and gradually, we are taking a lead to get there. And as you said, it's not about that men in business is doing anything bad. But yes, it is very important to have a balance and have, you know, to show that there is a balance there, not only in, uh, you know, country-wise, but also how we are contributing to the country. It's not just about a population, but how we are contributing to the growth of ourselves as well as the country as a whole or and the world too. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I know that there's a low percentage of uh, US businesses are, are women owned, like something 35 or 40%. Um, of businesses in the U.S. are owned by women, which is a low number statistically. Um, I mean, I'd like that number to be bumped up a little bit closer to, you know, 50-50. But I'm a strong feminist and I I believe in equality. So (laughs) I'm a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I, I think the, the, the word is I'm, I'm a feminist and believe in equality. So <laughs> I like that. I think even 40, 30, 40% is a significant number if you take it you know, globally. If you talk about other countries, this is a phenomenal number that we have in the United States. So I think yeah. this I, is, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think. Uh, having women in senior management really shows, I know like we've had, you know, uh, I think, I think it's turned globally as the me too movement. We, we all show, you know, see what it looks like to um, have to deal with sexual harassment in the workplace. And then you also have, you know, the black lives matter and then, you know, showing about diversity in the workplace. And that includes gender roles in senior management. Um, I think that they're, at least here in the United States, when I, when I think of corporate America, I think of a bunch of white men in a boardroom. I don't think of, you know, you or I leading those men, which is unfortunate because I was raised to, to be around men in the workplace, not women in the workplace. So I think that also comes back to um, the cultures that we were raised around and the the beliefs that were had by our parents and grandparents and so forth. Um, I think- I I don't know that, yeah. I am a mechanical engineer. So when I took up mechanical engineering, most of the people around me, including relatives, family, friends, they were like, not sure what are you going to do as a mechanical engineer? <laughs> so here I am, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm a program manager. I'm a successful mechanical engineer. I am a founder of another company too. So I think it works out. You just have to have the trust in yourself. And uh, that's what another thing that I feel we are going to talk about how powerful it is when you connect with other women. You know, as per me, when you are a successful woman and you share your story, 
even with a young girl, she gets inspired that she can be there. Recently, when Kamala Harris became the president of a vice president of the United States, people were so excited. And when she said, I'm the first one, but I'm, I will not be the last. And it was such a powerful message. I honestly cried when she said that, like her whole, the inauguration, her speech, everything. Um, I, I never thought that I would see a, a woman vice president, let alone president. So um, I'm sure that the day is coming where we'll, we will have a, a female president. Um, and I, I think that having the, the people around you matters, whether it's at home or in your social circle, having other women, especially like cheer you on and kind of be that, I don't want to say that, um, that, that cheerleader for you, but also to say, Hey, I recognize that it's hard work. And I recognize that this is your dream and I support you and, you know, anything I can do to, to help you, I'm, I'm here for you. And I think, um, that's kind of flipping the script on what we know, um, in, you know, female society as, as being told, I mean, originally, it was always like, oh, you know, you got to be catty to, to climb up the ladder. But really, in all honesty, I, you know, I don't believe in that. I think, you know, I'm going to climb the ladder, but I'm also going to help somebody else up with me. You know, I, it doesn't stop with me. It, it starts with all of us. So um, I think I wouldn't, I know for certain I wouldn't be where I am today in my personal life, let alone my career, if I wouldn't be supported by the women in my life. I've got, um, uh, one of my girlfriends is a NLP coach and she has really helped me, um, to transform my life and my beliefs about myself. Um, so without her, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at. I have an, um, a couple of online business manager, um, mentors, I wouldn't be where I am without them. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without them point blank. That's all there is to it. And I don't know too many, um, women in business that got there only by themselves, you know? Yeah, I, I, I like it. And I'm glad that you are supported, but there are a lot of other women who are not supported and are pulled down by around the family or their colleagues or their friends. I would just say, and we should do our part. You know, you should do our part that if you have someone who's dreaming to be something, support them and let them be help them as much as you can in within your means so this is and it's, it's not required that you be a woman for that you can be a man and still support someone 100 percent. i um i thoroughly thoroughly back that but i also think that you know there's a reason why there's so many um, women, like women geared businesses or women geared Facebook groups or, um, networking groups where 
you do get the support from other women, even if you don't have it in your immediate surroundings. And then, you know, that goes to to say that once you have that support and you know what it looks like, you won't tolerate being around people who don't support you anymore. So I think that also um, kind of circles back to what we were talking about. Um, empathy, you know, that's part of emotional intelligence. You just, you have to know um, who's who's there to to help guide you and help support you. And you got to know who you kind of have to distance yourself from and say, Hey, you know, I appreciate your worries. And I know you, you have all the good intentions. You want me to be successful in life. And you're worried if I, you know, if I don't take, let's, let's say your, your friend, for instance, that, you know, was told to take a typing class because she was going to be a secretary they didn't think that she was going to have, you know, her PhD or master's or anything in engineering. And now here she is, you know, I, I think it, it matters what um, you hear from others, but also it matters what you tell yourself. Um, I think also having that self-confidence and it does take courage to go after your dreams. Um, And there's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of people who don't go after their dreams, no matter if they're female or male or non-gender. Um, Definitely agree that. Definitely agree that. And this is what, if you have a dream, don't let it go. Take one step at a time, but don't take any steps back. Be there, even if you're not able to take a step ahead. I definitely agree that. Yeah, I I definitely believe in that as well. So I think with this, we will end. Thank you so much, Alicia, for being our guest and for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.